Ladies and gents, welcome back to Newton's Nuggets. It's me, Paul Newton, the magician, the mind reader, the annoying kid, the Wes and Trolby. It's him, the Jesse Lawrence, the one who looks pretty and he's got an awesome beard. Um, Jesse, how are you, mate? I am shattered. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I am shattered. I feel like I've just nicked your line now. I really do. Mate, I've... So yesterday, okay, so for everyone listening, we are currently recording this on Saturday, the 18th of September, because um, tomorrow I'm driving up to Manchester, uh, I'm doing two keynotes for a two-day event called Accountex UK North, um, by the time this goes out, that will be over, I will then, while this comes out, I think I'm doing a keynote for BNI dorset um and and yeah me and me and jesse are shattered because we're being asked to be everywhere again it's it's like people have let us out jesse we're allowed to do stuff um after recording this episode i will be running away to a local music venue to photograph about seven or eight bands who are doing a whole afternoon and evening show is it like an American battle uh, of the bands? Do they have to beat each other up and then only one of them is left standing to play music? Um, no, it's more like a British, all the bands love each other, but there'll be much more shoving and pushing and, and punching one another in the mosh pit than anything else. It's not like the TV. It's not like when you watch movies and the battle of the bands and there's like eight people in the room going, yay. See, I think I've like just that. made up a whole new extreme sport where the bands actually battle, and the only <laughs> one that's allowed to play music is the ones that's left standing. I remember uh, being uh, at a sound check once, and one of the bands joking about um, who the who the the hardest band in Southampton would be, um, and who would win in a fight. So I think we I think they'd be up for that, but we would it, they'd want it to be padded because they all actually really like each other. That's <laughs> awesome. Ah, oh, there was a girl that I did a festival with a month or two ago, month ago maybe. Um, and this girl, she was the lead and the band was all around her and the, the band's name was Her Name Plus Friends because the other people yeah. changed quite a lot. And and I tell you, mate, I wouldn't go up against her. She scared the life out of me. <laughs> um, but anyway, we, we, right, we've already said too much about the show. Ladies and gents, first of all, we're going to go off and do a quick sponsor message. Then we're going to come back to the Paul and Jesse show for this time in this four-week period. See you in a minute. Newton's Nuggets. Hello, everyone. This is a sponsorship message from Paul Hill of Everyday Hypnotherapy. Now, that's everydayhypnotherapy.co.uk. Paul's been on one of our shows, and we know he's a really nice bloke, so please go and have a look at what he can do. Some of the stuff he can help you with is fears and phobias, self-confidence, weight loss, smoking, even stress and anxiety. Just go and give him a shout. If he can help you, I know that he will. That's everydayhypnotherapy.co.uk. See you later. Newton's Nuggets. Okay, have we got to the point that we just start that at the same time and go the same way without saying anything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Professionals. We even coordinate our dancing. It's a bit like, um, do you, you know the programme The Mighty Boosh? Yeah. Yeah. So they um they created something in that uh, and a concept in that um 
it was called something like cinching or something and it was basically where they would say somebody would say something and they would go into this weird poem type thing and it was like it was always like soup soup a spicy soup soup carrot and coriander crunchy croutons and they would just do this together and they said when they started on the first series when they started doing that you know they would be like hours writing it and by the end of the third series they were just doing it (laughs) because they'd spent so much time together on the show because it had originally been a live show yeah um and then they'd brought it onto tv um and then um yeah and then so they'd obviously spent all of their lives together for about six or seven years and so but he said by the end of it we were just doing it and it was just like really stupid but we were just it was just coming out of us while we were writing it and it was just it was just going and it was gold and they were brilliant brilliant they um they then they then did the mighty boosh um live tour yeah and and they were like and people were like how could how could the mighty boosh possibly work on stage and they were like you know, we did this for about five years on stage before we got a TV deal. <laughs> yeah, and suddenly you've got all these professionals going, no, it'll never work on stage. And it's like, that, that's where we got known. What are you on about? Um, right, and to, to people who are listening, because Jesse, I think just coming back in straight in after our little dance there is perfect for this show, right? Okay. Anyone that wonders what on earth I was on about, about us coordinating the dance, um, whenever when since i can't even remember when it started mate but whenever we know we're going to an advert break me and jesse started doing this stupid dance and we now seem to do it in time and coordinated and it looks obviously it looks epic i mean who wouldn't want to see a balding magician dancing so anyway or a um, fat photographer you're gorgeous well thanks mate Anytime. Doesn't mean I'm not overweight. <laughs> not getting involved in that chat. Just stand next to me. You'll look slim as anything. It's all good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the only the only way you will ever get to see us dancing is if you go and sign up to the Patreon page. Okay? The patrons are the only people that get to see that. And Jesse, I think we are getting close to the point of having a montage of, of dancing for the patrons. Oh, should we do it to music? Oh, yes. <laughs> I love that we're having a production meeting on the show. Um, <laughs> mate, uh, that's the only time we get to talk to each other now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, ladies and gents, I'll be honest with you. You're likely going to hear the forward thoughts for Mental Theft and Newton's Nuggets every time you're on a show because me and Jesse are too busy. Um, we, we don't have any time other than the recordings to chat with each other about what's going on. People are just surprised um, that we have thoughts. <laughs> yeah, we, mind you, most of the times it's one of us going, I want to do this, and the other one going, hey, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Don't give away our behind-the-scenes production meetings. That's that's literally every meeting we've ever had. <laughs> no, no. My, my favourite one was um, the snacks idea. When, when you and Jenny were talking about different types of snacks and we could eat them and we could tell people what we think and stuff like that. And my response was along the lines of snacks that we can claim back the tax for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so we, we had yeah. this idea where, um, because uh, obviously everybody is 
well, people are generally listening to the show either walking their dogs and things like that or while they're sat at work working. But either way, our audience is business owners. So we were thinking we should try different types of snacks on the show and, and give you a rundown of the best places to go. So if you're interested in that, let us message us and let us know because we're quite happy to eat for your benefit. If you're more interested in Paul losing weight and getting fitter, tell us not to do the snack show. Mm. But mail order chocolate brownies, just saying. I do like chocolate brownies. Mm. You'd like the ones I had recently. Mm. Let's just take a moment to pause and think about chocolate brownies. (laughs) <laughs> I, I do love I do love pure silence on a on, on essentially a radio show. <laughs> Audio only show. That's brilliant. Only the people on YouTube will get the gag that you just did as well. Yeah. Thanks. I apologise to everyone. I, I'm glad that you acknowledged yeah. the quality gag. Quality gag. Quality. I was proud of you for it, mate. Thanks. Right. So let's talk about the last three weeks. The last three shows we've had Mr. Rick Notley and his amazing twenty. <laughs> nuggets. <laughs> I did that. My, like my, that? that's a lot of nugget you got going on there. I know he brought a lot of nut. He he brought his game. He brought his A game. That was good. Yeah. Um, and right. So I've already had messages from people saying I've listened to that Rick Notley show and I've started using some of the advice on it and it's already working. And we're literally recording this show about two weeks after Rick's show went out. How awesome is that? It's that's <laughs> it's awesome, and also I can't believe it was only that long ago that his show went out. Because <laughs> I know what, when so I just said it, and did your brain go? No, it's uh, no, it is. Oh, it actually, yeah. Only okay. Um. But then we filmed, we we recorded it probably about a month ago, so that that won't be helping your head. Um, <laughs> and then we had John, okay, who came in and talked about resilience, and he talked about a subject that is very tough on a lot of people. Um, and you know, just just admitting that you you can you can feel like rubbish about things sometimes, but actually just surviving, getting through it, and keeping going, can be classed as a success. Um, John, thank you so much for coming on, mate. That was awesome. Um, and then last week's show was the absolute powerhouse known as Mr. Ian Dixon. I mean, what a what a lineup! I, I'll be honest, Paul. I mean, I said this to you before we started recording. Uh, I mean, that's an insane lineup, and Ian being on the show. I mean, yeah, Nuggets has come a long way he- from us. Recording with my bum sticking out the back of a shed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was in your old studio, wasn't it? Well, you were pushed against the door and I had... I was sat in front of a frame, a picture frame. Yeah. Mate. And then the first interview show with Matt Sterling, who, who I'll, I'll be honest, awesome guy, got into an amazing place in his career. Um, the only reason he agreed to come on here is because... I know too many stories about him because I've known him for far too long. <laughs> but do you know what? He got us a great audience yeah. for the first ever show. Oh, by the way, talking of Matt Sterling, I, I heard you recently talking a couple of times talking about um, uh, the starting of the podcast. You know, the podcast started with the original 
interviews. Yeah. Okay. Well, you you were like, oh, we started interviewing people, and then and then somebody told us to do a podcast. But the podcast started oh, with right. the first interviews that we did. But when did we when did we go from just YouTube to podcast as well? Then was it the Matt, Matt Sterling, Sterling show? Matt, Matt Sterling show was the first podcast that we did. Was it really? I thought we'd done. My brain had honestly been saying that the first two or three shows were YouTube only, and then we started the podcast afterwards. No, no. But mate, doesn't that kind of prove how how cloudy and muggy my brain was at that time? Yeah. Um, there's so much going on in my head at that time and so many horrible things going on as well that even I don't know the timeline. Yeah, I've just happened. gone on to um, the podcast tool that we use. Episode one, yeah. Matt Sterling talks Britain's Got Talent and Not Being a Diva. Mate. Wow, look at our graphics back then. <laughs> I know, really. I know, and every single time that you go, I just want to tweak this, I'm like, you carry on, mate, you carry on. Right, let's talk about the last three weeks, okay? Um, I know we've said who was on. Um, what are your feelings now about those three shows? Feelings? <laughs> I'm too blokey to have feelings. Sorry, Nobody that. believes that. I'm no. going to take that all back. <laughs> but I, know, I know you had a bit of a man crush on Rick Notley anyway. Well, of course, who doesn't? Um, yeah, I know. He's getting married next weekend. Is he? Good luck, Rick. Yeah. Yeah, by the time this comes out, he'll be getting married this weekend. <laughs> um, and, and congratulations, yeah, congratulations. to Rick. Good luck to you guys. Uh, looking forward to it and looking forward to winding you up something wrong. Oh, yeah. And and John, you hadn't met John properly beforehand. No, I hadn't. So I, um, I, I probably knew more of John than... John realised because I know you two have been working together. Um, yeah, yeah, me and I'm talking about quite a lot of stuff together and helping each other. Yeah, which is which is John's interesting because I mean I talked to you about a DJ who was a bit like this recently. John John's from an era where he'd done very well before internet became a big thing, yeah. and so John was John is still now booked a lot despite not having to have a massive social and web presence and and do you know what he said it in the interview that when the internet started going nuts and he started seeing loads of competitors just blatantly lying on the internet mm. and it kind of made him go well, what's the point then when he really does have all those accolades yeah. Other people were just going, "Oh yeah, I've worked for all these blue chip companies." No, you haven't. <laughs> but he's a bit like you, Paul. Who he's he's not one to try and blow his own trumpet. No, no. Um, unfortunately, we've talked about that before. I'm rubbish at it, and I don't like it. And that's why I like having agents and Jesse. Yeah, because everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's Paul Newton. He's well famous." And Paul's like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> no, no. Look, if I take off the hat, you don't know who I am. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So your very clever disguise is really famous. I know, right? <laughs> it's awesome. 
Superman just has that little curl on his hair thing. I've got uh, and glasses. And glasses. And glasses. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got. Yeah, glasses. you take never wear them publicly. Take, take the hat off. The- glasses on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but do you remember that time um, when we did a live keynote and part in the part of the setting down, I took the hat off and changed my top, and then I walked back out to the stage to get something, and somebody said to me, "Is Paul around?" <laughs> <laughs> He honestly didn't think that I would be taking my own kit down. Um, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, Paul's really close. <laughs> Closer than you would think. Oh, oh can I have a word with him? He's, he's done really well on this. Yes, you can. What What would you like to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure he hears it. <laughs> yeah. He's a bit busy at the moment, taking kit down. But um, I'll make sure he gets what you've said. <laughs> yes, luckily Paul hasn't got quite famous enough yet that he can talk about himself in the third person, because then we'll have to slap him. It was just so funny. I'm literally trying to take my own kit down, and this guy's asking me if he can meet me. Yeah? Yeah, really soon, mate. <laughs> Why? <laughs> don't get it. Um but yeah, the hat works. Anyone that knows me properly will just go, no, Paul, it doesn't. We know who you are. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's gone nuts, mate. And then Ian Dixon giving so many bits of advice that will help every single business owner out there, anyone that's trying to, even thinking about it, anyone that wants to further themselves in the corporate world. Oh, and his big 100 hasn't been on yet, has it? That's 5th of November he's doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be in the SO postcode. I, I forgot to check which venue it is, but I'm sure it's near Southampton. It's in Southampton, uh, we'll yeah, out. it is in Southampton. Because I, I, uh, I was having a look, because I might go. Um, Really? Ooh. We need to talk. We'll talk off air. <laughs> okay. Because that's not a production meeting. We should not talk about that right now, but there is a something I need to talk to you about. <laughs> okay. I'm going to walk away from that quickly because I really want to tell you the other thing. Um, but yes, yes, I do think you should go, and I think I should go too, does subtle wink at Jesse. <laughs> you didn't need to say that or wink at me for me to get what you're talking about, and nor did any of the listeners. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Again, what are you up to now? Uh, it's at the Novotel. What? It's at the Novotel, by the way. The yeah. Oh, nice and easy to get to as well. Yeah. Perfect. It's actually, the Novotel's um, really good for those sorts of conferences. I've been there before for, for some stuff. It's really good for that sort of thing. I haven't. I've hardly ever been to that venue. So it'd be nice to get in there and have a look from a guest perspective. Mm. So what stuff have you been up to in the last three weeks, Jess? Uh, all of the weddings. I've I've literally f- all the weddings in the world. Yeah, I photographed all of the weddings apart from one where I was a guest. Oh, just so everyone knows, um, anyone that books me or Jesse for any weddings in any way, shape, or form, you have to expect that we are going to message each other about your wedding at some point. <laughs> no, normally, That's normally it. it'll be me discussing with Paul the quality of the DJ. <laughs> So whilst you're yeah. drunk, I will probably be taking a selfie on the dance floor going, 
this is great or this guy's rubbish. <laughs> yeah. um, and normally mine will be along the lines of, wow, freaked out that bride. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, enjoying them. Keynote talks as well. We've been allowed out to do them. Yeah. Um, I mentioned it before the sponsorship message that I'm doing Accountex North. Um, recently did a, a talk over in Borden in Hampshire. Um, did an online one for our friend Gary Jones. I was on Grow Live on uh, Friday, just gone. Um, and that was epic because I was asked to do it. I was asked if I wanted to do a presentation for 45 minutes or an hour. And I said to Gary, well, look, do you think it would help your followers if we did an interview? Gary Jones could ask me whatever questions he wants and I'll give straight answers to it and hopefully it will help people. And we went with that. And do you know what? The time just flew past and we had loads of questions from the floor as well. Um, and it was really good. Gary, you absolutely nailed it, mate. That was awesome. And I um, will be asking Paul the... all about those questions after the show. Because <laughs> we literally haven't had a chance to chat to each other since uh, since Paul did all of that. No, we haven't. We haven't. And, mate, he, he wanted to talk all through the launch of the book, how the launch of the book went, how the sales of the book has gone, the... Um, keynote talks that i'm up to now what how i've been doing them how i've been putting them out there the keynote talks and if they're changing because the world's opening up which they are changing and it is opening up um yeah it's just a very very weird and busy time jesse yeah and still we have amazing people applying to be on our little show <laughs> Yeah, it's it's great, isn't it? Uh, somebody, because um, I know somebody asked before about. In fact, it was because you were on the radio last week. Um, they asked about things like the show still going, and it was like, yeah, well, we've not even considered not carrying on with the show because we're really enjoying it, and it's surprisingly <laughs> doing very well. <laughs> I know, right? I know, and and I know you want to tell people the numbers, and I don't, but it's just. Every time we look at it, I'm just like, "This, it's still going up, Jesse." Yeah, there's still people listening. We've we've What's just we've on? just gone through a massive uh, milestone. Um, so in the last six months, we have doubled our downloads of what we achieved in the first what nine months, something like that. Yeah. So it's it's increasing um, quite quite rapidly, and we're about to hit a really big milestone for the um, downloads and views. It's worse than that. In about six months, we've tripled our podcast numbers. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, it's suddenly. I can't be dealing with this anymore, Jesse. I'm quitting. I'm. I leave. <laughs> Who are you people and why are you listening? <laughs> um, right, call Simon Clements. Tell him that you need the little poorly picture with a movable mouth. Okay, you've got enough audio. <laughs> I literally sit here with a little print out of it going, me and Paul are recording next to each other now. <laughs> you know I can do all the intros. And, and just, just, just move his mouth. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is the man with the trilby. See? And it's all... <laughs> I love I love oh, your impression of yeah. you more than I love my impression of you. <laughs> right, uh, should should we go on to uh, as as we're talking about listeners? 
we should probably talk about what our listeners are called. For ages, we've had people naming themselves, and I don't mean calling yourself Bob or Fred, okay? Shout out to Bob. You know the commonality... You know, the commonality in this, Jesse, is that all of our listeners are nuts in their own way, shape, or form. Yeah. Okay? That's probably why we get on with them, to be honest. Um, So so there was a a list of names that people who follow the show wanted to be called and known as. So we did the only way we could. We whittled it down to four that we liked. I really liked Pips. I thought Pips was funny because, you know, Isaac Newton, there's an apple. And there's a pip inside it, and from pips you can go... Gri- no, no, nothing. No. Well, one, you don't... Right? No, no, well, we don't know that yet. Because we haven't given the numbers no, out. We, the we haven't given the numbers out yet. We're next to no one, because I've seen the numbers. <laughs> agreed with me. <laughs> including me. <laughs> including including my right-hand man, Jesse. Including my wife. <laughs> including Jesse's wife. Mm. No one, no one. None of you. None of you went, you know what? The main figure in the show is Paul Newton. We'll back him on this. No, none of you. None of you. So we whittled it down to four, right? So the, the, was in there. Pips, Newtonites, Nuggetrons, and Nuggeteers. Yeah, that's the four. And, you know, so, I know we had our favourites. I didn't want to sway you at all, but, you know, it's... <sighs> <laughs> So, shall I just go in reverse order and get and read these out? Yeah. Do you want to, you want to tell them the percentages? Yes, I'll tell of, them the percentages because we we basically we uh, yes, we we got people to vote on the several different platforms. We've added it all together and then we just worked out percentage because it was easier. Um, so yes, yeah, so Jesse, 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 because I backed Pips so much, right? Obviously, that's going to have a high number, right? Yeah. So, so it, you're going to go from so so in fourth the, place. Fourth place, and so the lowest one, the one that got next to yeah, with two percent is Pips. Yay! You're not called the Pips. You're welcome. It, I'm leaving. It, Gone. Do you know what's also funny? My favourite one it, with twenty three percent in third place is Nuggetrons. That was my favourite. I actually thought I thought that was going to come in first or second. To be honest with you, yeah. Well, it was for a while. It was quite popular. But then it sort of slipped down, and then in second place with twenty-seven percent is Newtonites, which means with the stunning and the staggering forty-eight percent is Nuggeteers. So thank you all of our Nuggeteers. Thank you for voting. Thank you to our Nuggeteers. You lot are awesome. Thank you for listening. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, What's... and you know what? I have a funny feeling that as soon as Simon Clements hears this, he's going to have an idea for a drawing of how a nuggeteer looks. Well, considering Simon's been calling himself a nuggeteer for quite a long time anyway. That's a good point, actually. Has Simon got more sway than I have yeah, probably. on this show? <laughs> well, you see, I was because we, we've got people who aren't on the show per se who are very much um, inst- part of the gang. instrumental and part of the gang for Newton Newton's Nuggets and and Simon is definitely a massive part of that for us 
And so I would say... So what you're saying is Simon is one big nugget. He is a big nugget. So, But he's been calling himself a nuggeteer for a while. So I was thinking, well, if we could get somebody, them all to be called Nuggetrons and all the people who help with the show could be the Nuggeteers then. Because, you know, like volunteer. But no, it's not no, worked no, out. The, the, the Nuggeteers have spoken. But they have. We are all Nuggeteers. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about this, um, but ladies and gents, that's it. You guys are the Nuggeteers. Thank you so much. Um, Jesse, anything else we got to do before we end this uh, show? Yeah, we actually have to give out a nugget. Oh, yeah, right. Do you want to go first? Yeah, you go first. Yeah. Your turn. You so we've, we've both got nuggets. Mine's a bit more long-winded. Um, so... Is it? I know we said we'd discuss it on while we recorded, but I didn't know you. you I'll keep it short. It. I'll keep it short. So I, I just thought it was a really interesting story that um, I've seen. You know, sometimes things just seem to be banded around a bit. You're right there, dear. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just threw something. It hit something. Bounced over there. Went over there and over there. And it, I shouldn't have done it. In place. <laughs> it's nice to know you're concentrating I'm on the show. Myself. Uh, Paul I'm sat there sorry. going, oh, Jesse's giving a nugget. I'm going to turn off now. Um, right, so this was... I just thought this was a really interesting piece. Now, obviously, most of our listeners are from smaller businesses, I would say. Um, so this is an interesting story that you won't be able to necessarily immediately directly replicate what is going on. So basically... A few years ago, there was a big story about um, a CEO of a business called Dan Price. Um, and his company was Gravity Payments, um, based over in, in Seattle in America. Um, and basically, he did something really radical, which was he cut his salary so he was it's a big company he cut his salary by a million dollars is he is he the guy who made everyone's flat fee was like 70k uh, yeah so minimum wage so he cut his salary by a million dollars so that he they could afford to raise everyone's salary to at least 70 grand nice um and I, it was interesting i was reading an article um about um, somebody who was brought into a meeting um, and they thought they were getting the sack and they gave them a £40,000 a year pay rise. <laughs> what a move. What a scary move. Yeah. Um, so what was interesting is, so they... At the time, everybody went, oh, that's really cool. You're going to go bust, basically. That was literally what all the experts said, is you're going to go bankrupt doing that. Um, and I think it's seven years on, six years on, six years on since since that happened. Um, and they have grown massively. Um, and that's not, not just not because just they've grown massively in staff because everybody wants to work for them now because the salaries are so high. Um, but actually, they're their turnover of staff has halved um, 
and anybody who has worked in a business knows that hiring staff costs a lot of money um especially if you're worried about things um you know like we 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 um our next week's show i don't think paul will mind me saying is uh the owners of only and a big part of what they do is um around the culture and if you've got a culture in a business and a way of doing things then actually bringing on staff is quite expensive because you've got to get the right people and and get them up to speed with how things work so so all of that sort of thing costs an absolute fortune so actually it saved them a huge amount of money but also what they found is the junior members of staff are working a lot harder than they ever did before because they appreciate they're appreciated they appreciate the money that they get etc they want to keep those jobs they want to be amazing at those jobs um and it just it kind of it kind of made me think because Paul and I obviously both work in the wedding industry and anybody who's in the wedding industry will have been a member of the local wedding groups like Hampshire Weddings and or your equivalent wherever you are. And you constantly get, does anybody know a reasonably priced so-and-so? Which basically means cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and everybody's, there seems to be a massive culture at the moment for everyone to, not everyone, but a lot of people, they're always trying, um, to cut costs on things. And I've seen it through my, my work for years, um, having worked in sales and engineering and things. And whenever people try and cut costs from an immediate monetary value, the long-term costs increase. Um, so basically, I guess my nugget this week is very much is thinking about the total value of something. If you're going to subcontract um, or if you're going to hire think about the long-term value rather than the immediate number on the piece of paper because um, that there is a massive um, you know there's something to be said for you know investing long term in things um, if you're yeah, if, I mean me and you we've, we've both said about we're going to have to get a VA or a PA at some point yeah. um, but we don't budget to yet um, but when we do make that choice we're going to have to think long term yeah I mean, you you and I both know somebody who um, they own a VA business, but they do marketing as well. Um, and they yeah. are the most ex one of the mo more expensive marketing VAs that I know of. Um, but the reason is that they go to regular seminars. There's a lot of background. They understand your business. They understand your messaging. They they spend time communicating with the clients etc etc so there's a lot of extra there it's not just the number on the paper and it means that they get more yeah. results which if you're not going to get results then why spend the money in the first place um so it's very important for um to to not just think about that initial upfront cost on on things i think yeah yeah but yeah very true mate value in any business gotta be careful um, and actually, you know, our, our friends at Scruffy Monkey, they've just taken on extra team member as well. Um, 
and they had to think it through so much. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Well, just just I as a si- as a side yeah. note, six years later, Harvard Business School now uses this company's model as a case study of success. Yeah, yeah, mate, it's an awesome story. Yeah, really is. So many people poo pooed it and said that he was going to crash, and and they didn't. He's ended up with a stronger workforce who want to be there even more. And and even in the reports, it was saying something like there's been more babies than ever before within the company and more people buying houses and feeling secure in their houses. Yeah, I mean, the the difference they've made to their local economy has been huge because they're, all of their staff are now able to pay off their debts, they're, pay, they're buying, buying property. It's incredible. And just happiness level, you know, those the people who were on low salaries, they're now not having to live on beans on toast. Oh, dude, we've got to finish soon. I just had the ice cream van. Now! Um, <laughs> so did I. Priorities. So my nugget for this week is stay visible. I mean, after the last 18 months, I've seen so many companies disappear. I've seen so many companies who just kind of have... They were amazing. They were amazing companies, but they couldn't find a way to change and keep going. Uh, thankfully, because of my friends and Jesse is one of them that kept kicking me out the backside and making me do stuff, and my wife and my buddies in business networking, um, because of all those people, I kept going. I kept giving stuff away, helping people for free and doing as much as we could, purely to stay visible. Now, Jesse, I think you can agree on this one. It's starting to pay off a lot. Yeah, now. big time. Um, I'm getting asked to do talks in places we would never have even, you know, got our foot in the door before. Um, I've got companies that will want to sponsor the stuff that we're up to because we kept visible. Um, and if do you know what, we've had guests on the show that will help you with this stuff. You can talk to <laughs> talk to Ian Dixon. You can talk to Stacey Calder about how to stay out there, how to stay visible. Have a chat with Simon Clements for crying out loud. He'll help you with the whole branding of everything. But these people are there to help you. Whatever you need to do right now to stay visible, stay profitable, please do it. And if you're having trouble with doing it, give us a shout. I'm not saying that me and Jesse can come and work on it for you. I'm saying we know people that will. Okay? Please, if, if the only way you can reach out is by asking us for help, do it. We'll get you in front of the right people. Definitely. Um, that's my nugget for today. Very nice. Anything else, mate? Newton gave a nugget. I like it. The Newton's Nuggets. There's a title there. <laughs> we should think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It'll never work, though. Nobody nobody will be interested. A magician on the podcast. It's almost as stupid as a about- magician on a radio show. Let's not go there. <laughs> Mate, how funny is that? And actually, didn't I? you mentioned it, but I didn't. Yeah, I was on BBC Radio last week as well. And they've asked me to go back in. I'm not sure if I meant to say when, but it'll be in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? So um, this is actually, that'll be the third time you've been on that radio show. The first time you went yeah. on... Uh, no, not that show. No, 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 no we're that on show. that station, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. the uh, the first time you went on that station, uh, you had people telling you that um, uh, that the um, that a magician on on radio would never work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gurus telling me there's no point in me going on radio because it wouldn't work. I then walked in and freaked everyone out. 
It was awesome. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? That's another one. When people tell you something's not going to work, it's so much fun when it yeah. does. Really is. Right, ladies and gents, thank you so much for coming. You know what's going to happen. For the next three weeks, we're going to have some amazingly packed interviews with loads of nuggets of advice and help for you and for your friends. And on that part, please share this show with your friends. Me and Jesse, we are hitting some absolutely wild numbers in our eyes. We are getting to people that we would never have thought we'd get to. Um, and the only way that's possible is because you guys keep sharing it with other like-minded people. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of you. Thank you to our sponsors. That Let's be honest, them paying their sponsorship invoices means that we can still afford to record this show. Thank you so much, guys. And we will see you next week on Newton's Nuggets. Bye-bye. Bye. Newton's Nuggets. This is not an advert. Now, again, this, this one, this hasn't been paid for at all. Cheryl doesn't even know that I'm doing this. But I want to tell you guys about Cheryl Andrews and her seven-day make-it-happen motivator. Now, she's just started one of these on, on Monday, just gone. Okay? But she runs six of them a year. So you guys need to understand that you can work with Cheryl and she can help you realize how important you are to the business, how much you matter to your business and, and looking after you. This is the way to access one of the best motivators around us and it will help unravel what it's really holding you back. Guys, I've been working with Cheryl on some of my stuff for the last few months and it's made a massive change to me. So I tell you what, I'm going to get Jesse to put a link up to the seven-day make-it-happen motivator course. Now, you won't be able to get on this week's one because it's already up and running, but you could get onto one in the future. Go and have a look for it.